Hello there. Welcome once again to Footsteps with Impact Prayercast, the podcast where prayer meets your needs. Now don't forget that you can subscribe to the any episode uh, of this prayercast right from our website or you can go through our iTunes and all the instructions are on the top of our page. Just um, go through the page and you see the instructions on how to click uh, onto iTunes the website will directly send you to iTunes. It will also show you how to uh, download iTunes if you don't have it on your computer. Now, I have spent some time in prayer and reflection the last few months, and I have been amazed how God has used these podcasts to help uh, people, especially um, those who need prayers and who have problems and issues in their lives. And we have seen a lot of downloads and a lot of tuning ins from countries especially, those countries are Muslim countries where uh, they are not even allowed to own Bibles. So this work is reaching a lot of people whom we never even imagined we could help or reach. And we thank God for that. I mean, when we see a download from uh, the uh, Islamic Republic of Iran and Iraq and uh, all those countries in the Middle East and uh, Indonesia and Malaysia, which are really Muslim countries, we really get excited and we know that God is doing and using these uh, uh, podcasts to reach a lot of people. We are very simple in our ways that we do this. We give, uh, we give the Word of God, we read the Word of God especially because we know that a lot of these people do not have the Bible. And so we read the Word of God and we base our prayers on the Word of God because we know one thing. When we pray according to the Holy Spirit, every word we pray is from the throne of grace. That's why there is impact when you pray with us. And thank you for those who pray with us uh, to help others. Please put us on your prayer list. And also, if you can, uh, it's okay if you don't, but uh, you can donate using the donate button on our website. This is a a secure website, and it's done through PayPal, so you don't have to worry about um, how you donate. God is good, and he's been helping us. Today, we are going to be looking at the faith that never gives up. We will be praying for you so that you can get the faith that never gives up. We will read some stories in the Bible where these people never gave up despite what they may have been going through, despite what everybody else was saying, despite what was around them. They had their faith in God. They consulted with God. They went to God face down and God was faithful to reach them. Hezekiah was a man who had so much faith in prayer that even when he was delivered news from God himself, he knew that God was merciful and that God could change the situation around despite himself. So even you, despite yourself, God can change. And this is in Second Kings chapter 20. In those days, Hezekiah became ill and was at the point of death. The prophet Isaiah, son of Amos, went to him and said, This is what the Lord says. Put your house in order, because you are going to die. You will not recover. Hezekiah turned his face to the wall and prayed to the Lord, Remember, O Lord, how I have walked before you faithfully and with wholehearted devotion and have done what is good in your eyes. And Hezekiah wept bitterly. Before Isaiah had left the middle of the court, the word of the Lord came to him, Go back and tell Hezekiah, the leader of my people, This is what the Lord God, the God of your father David, says, I have heard your prayer and seen your tears. I will heal you. On the third day from now, you will go up to the temple of the Lord, 
I will add 15 years to your life, and I will deliver you and this city from the hand of, of the king of Assyria. I'll defend this city for my sake and for the sake of my servant David. Then Isaiah said, Prepare a poultice of fig. They did so and applied it to the boil, and he recovered. Here is a man who was in a fix, a man against the wall. He was going to die. The Lord had delivered a word to him through the prophet that you're going to die. But see, because this man had so much faith that even though God had spoken, he knew that his mercy, his mercy, God's mercy, supersedes his judgment. And so what? you know what he did? Instead of going to the prophet again, asking the prophet to intervene, he himself went to the Father. The Bible says, and he turned to the Lord. And that's what we need to do. That's what you need to do in your situation Turn to God and pray. And you look what happened here. Before even the prophet had left the courtyard, God had answered. God is an instantaneous God. He can answer right away. And so I advise you to read this story yourself. And if you don't have a Bible, like if you're in one of those Muslim countries, listen to it again because I read it straight from the Bible and you see what God can do to you. Now, here's another story. This is in a... Um, this is a woman who had no child, and this woman prayed to God, even though the man of God in the temple could not understand what this woman was saying. She continued to pray. The man of God thought the woman was drunk. So, First Samuel chapter one, verse nine. Once, after a sacrificial meal at Shiloh, Hannah got up and went to pray. Eli the priest was sitting at his customary place beside the entrance of the tabernacle. Hannah was in deep anguish, crying bitterly, and she prayed to the Lord. And she made this vow, O Lord of heaven's armies, if you will look upon my sorrow and answer my prayer and give me a son, then I'll give him back to you. He will be yours for his entire lifetime. And as a sign that he has been dedicated to the Lord, his hair will never be cut. As she was praying to the Lord, Eli watched her, seeing her lips moving but hearing no sound, he thought she had been drinking. Must you come here drunk? He demanded. Throw away your wine. Oh no, sir, she replied. I have not been drinking wine or anything stronger, but I am very discouraged. I was pouring out my heart to the Lord. Don't think that I'm a wicked woman, for I have been praying out of great anguish and sorrow. In that case, Eli said, Go in peace. May the God of Israel grant the request that you have asked him. But the story goes on to say that Hannah finally got a child. And as we know, that child's name was Samuel. And the books of Samuel were named after him. My friend, people around you may think you're crazy. People around you may think you don't know what you're doing. Believe me, God knows and he hears you. Don't give up. Have the faith that does not give up. If we continue this story in, uh, in verse 19, we see that after uh, Samuel was born, they took this child back to the temple to be dedicated to the Lord. And so I read verse 19 and it says, The entire family got up early the next morning and went to worship the Lord once more. Then they returned to Ramah. When Elkanah slept with Hannah, the Lord remembered her plea. And in due time, she gave birth to a son. She named him Samuel, for she said, I asked the Lord for him. The next year, Elkanah and his family went on 
to their annual trip to offer a sacrifice to the Lord. But Hannah did not go. She told her husband, wait until the boy is weaned. Then I'll take him to the tabernacle and leave him there uh, with the Lord permanently. Whatever you think is best, Elkanah agreed. Stay here for now and may the Lord help you keep your promise. So she stayed home and nursed the boy until he was weaned. When the child was weaned, Hannah took him to the tabernacle in Shiloh, and they brought along the three-year-old bull, a three-year-old bull for the sacrifice and, and a basket of flour and some wine. After sacrificing the bull, they, bo- they brought the boy to Eli. Sir, do you remember me? Hannah asked. I am the woman who stood here several years ago praying to the Lord. I asked the Lord to give me this boy, and he has granted my request. Now I am giving him to the Lord, and he will belong to the Lord his whole life. And they worshiped the Lord there. So you see, my friend, sometimes you'll even have to come back to the same people who doubted you. God will exonerate you. Whatever the situation is, I don't know. But God will exonerate you. And God, you'll be able to stand before even the doubters. And you say, ah, this is the child I prayed for. This is the situation. Just remember one thing. Give God the glory. Always remember to fulfill your vow to the Lord when you have have this thing that you're praying for and give God the glory. Let people know that God did this. Now let us read another story. This is the story of David in First uh, Samuel chapter 30 where David had gone to, uh, um, to align himself with the kings that he wasn't supposed to. And when he came back to his town, he found that uh, his whole town was taken by the Amalekites. And here David goes unto the Lord and prays and cries to him. Despite what he had done, despite his trying to align himself with the wrong people, David realized that only God could help him. So now uh, verse 1 chapter 30 says, Now it happened when David and his men came to Ziklag on the third day that the Amalekites had invaded the south and attacked Ziklag and burnt it with fire and had taken captive the women and those who were there from small to great. They did not kill anyone but carried them away and went their way. So David and his men came to the city and there it was burned with fire and their wives, their sons and their daughters had been taken captive. Then David and the men who were with him lifted up their voices and wept until they had no more power to weep. And David's two wives, Ahionan the Jezreelites and Abigail the widow of Nabal the Camelite had been taken captive. Now David was greatly distressed, for the people spoke of stoning him, because the soul of the people was grieved, and every man for his sons and his daughters. But David strengthened himself in the Lord. That's key right there. David strengthened himself in the Lord. Then David said to Abiathar the priest, Ahimelech's son, Please bring me the effort here. And Abiathar brought the effort to David. So David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him, Pursue, for you shall surely overtake them, and without fail recover all. So David went, and he and six hundred men who were with him, and came to the brook of Besor, where those who stayed were left behind. But David pursued he and four hundred men, for two hundred stayed behind who were so weary that they could not cross the brook of Besor. Then they found an Egyptian in the field and brought him to David. And they gave him bread and he ate. And they let him drink water. And they gave him a piece of cake of figs and two clusters of raisins. So when he had eaten, his strength came back to him. 
for he had eaten no bread nor drunk any water for three days and three nights. Then David said to him, To whom do you belong, and where are you from? And he said, I am a young man from Egypt, a servant of the Amalekite, and my master left me behind because three days ago I fell sick. We made an invasion of the southern area of the Sherehites and the territory which belongs to Judah and the southern area of Caleb, and we burned Siklag to fire, but with fire. And David said to him, Can you take me down to this troop? So he said, Swear to me by God that you will neither kill me nor deliver me to in the hands of my master, and I will take you down to this, to this troop. And when he had brought him down, there they were spread all over the place, and the land eating and drinking and dancing because of the great spoil which they had taken from the land of the Philistines and the land of Judah. Then David attacked them from twilight until the evening of the next day. Not a man of them escaped except a hundred young men who rode on camels and fled. So David recovered all that the Amalekites had taken away, and David rescues his two wives. So here you see again, David never gave up. He went unto the Lord, prayed and asked the God, God for wisdom, and God brought wisdom of knowledge through an Egyptian boy, and he was led to his uh, family and his people that had been captured. So never gave up. Now, now, let us read one last story before we pray. This is the story of a Gentile woman who was having a sick child in Mark chapter 7. And uh, she came to Jesus, and it looked like uh, Jesus was not paying attention to her. And in fact, Jesus wanted to show us here that, you know, he is for everybody. But he went on testing this woman, asking, um, telling her that, even though she's coming to him, he's not going to be able to help her because she is not a, a, she's not a Jew. She's a Gentile. Jesus, I believe, was breaking down those walls where we think, I can't be helped because I'm a sinner. I've done this. Oh, with my situation, it's too much. Jesus is showing that he is God of all. He is sovereign, able to forgive able to have mercy despite who we are, despite where we have been, despite what we have done. So let us read in Mark chapter 7 verse 24. From, from there he rose and he went to the region of Tyre and Sidon, and he entered a house and wanted no one to know it. But he could not be hidden, for a woman whose young daughter had an unclean spirit heard about him, and she came and fell at his feet. The woman was a Greek, a Syrophoenician by birth, and she kept asking him to cast the demon out of her daughter. But Jesus said to her, Let the children be filled first, for it is not good to take children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. And she answered and said to him, Yes, Lord, yet even the little dogs under the table eat from the children's crumbs. Then he said to her, For this saying, Go your way, the demon has gone out of your daughter. And when she had come to her house, she found the demon gone out and her daughter lying on the bed. See here, once again, you see someone who does not give up, went to the Lord, despite what seemed like a no, just like Hezekiah, it seemed like a death sentence, but he went to the Lord. Here she is going to Jesus, despite what he had even said. Jesus was awakening us from our prejudices of thinking that, oh, these people can't be heard of God because they, they did this, they have been there, so they are from here or from where. Let me tell you something. Jesus is no respecter of persons. If you have an issue, take it to the throne of grace. So let us pray for this faith, the faith that never gives in, the faith that never gives up. 
Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you as your people, despite ourselves, despite what we have done in the past, despite where we have been. Father, I pray for my brother or sister, for this person, Lord. They may have been the worst sinner. They may have been the, a murderer. They may have been someone who uh, blasphemed even your name, Lord. But we are asking you, Father, that in your great mercy, through the name of Jesus, covered by the blood of Jesus, that this person may come before the throne of grace and ask that you may increase their faith increase their faith Lord that they may believe and know that when they pray that you receive their prayers Lord father we come to you O God as a people who are sinners we repent of our sins we repent of the things that we have done in the past we repent of all our actions of our thoughts father I pray for this person that as they repent before you that Lord Heavenly Father your mercy your mercy and compassion will supersede your judgment of them Lord dear Lord Jesus help them Increase their faith. Teach them that if they keep coming to you, Lord, that you are faithful and just to forgive their sins, Lord, and that you are faithful and just to help them in their situation. Father, I ask you that you may increase the faith of this man or woman, this brother, this sister, this young boy this girl, whoever it is, Father, this former Muslim, this former witch doctor, this former uh, uh, person of the occult, Lord, I ask you, Lord, that right now, in the name of Jesus, that you may forgive them, Lord, and turn their situation around. Help them, Father. Guide them. Lead them. Show them what to do. Show them the next step, Father. Increase their faith, Lord, that they may know that you are a God who forgives, a God who is able. In the name of Jesus, we thank you. We glorify you. And we believe that our faith has been raised up, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you for what you're doing in this person's life. I pray, Father, that now your anointing will be upon them, that, Lord, Heavenly Father, they will listen to your instructions, that, Lord, Heavenly Father, you may show them what to do in their situation. You know it, I don't. But, Lord, Heavenly Father, you call, who caused them to tune in, you who caused them to download this podcast, that, Lord, Heavenly Father, you will help them. You who never breaks your covenants, Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus that you may fulfill your word upon their lives, their purposes, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen. So, my friend, be bold. We've gone to the throne of grace and know that your faith will increase in the name of Jesus. Amen.